Wake up, sleepy heads. It's body time, yeah! Good morning, everybody. It's Rick again, heading down the road in the Blunicorn. Welcome to Under My Wheels. It looks like it's going to be, it's kind of a cloudy morning here. It's its real kind of hazy, got a little bit of a fog hanging over. Um, not the prettiest of days so far, but hey, who knows? It may lighten up. The good thing about it is right now the road is kind of idiot free. I haven't had any morons, you know, try to pull out in front of me anything yet. I'm not saying that it won't happen, but uh, it's very, very possible. So how you doing? Hope everybody's doing good. Hope you're enjoying the show. Like I said, if you got any comments or requests for anything, just jump onto the Facebook group page or just the regular Facebook page or the Gmail page and just let us know how you are, what's happening. And I, I was thinking about this just a few minutes ago, but how do you get start listening to podcast what was it for you guys because for me it was pretty exactly because of what i'm doing right now uh i kind of got tired of listening to the same music over and over and over uh couldn't find anything new musically that i wanted to listen to and i thought hey i'll check out a podcast Uh, at texas frightmare i met some people there that had a show and um it just got me thinking hey why not we'll give it a shot that show happened to be, at the time, called Killer POV. Uh, it's a horror podcast, and uh, which later turns on, or turns on, turns into Shockwaves. You know, if you're familiar with podcasts that are out there, Shockwaves is one of the most popular there is. Uh, so Killer POV is the start of that. I'm still really, really fond of the Killer POV stuff uh, a little more. Um... It's still the same formula, still the same people. I, I'm sorry, folks. As far as I'm concerned, they're the best as far as podcasts go if you're going to talk about horror. So uh, just a little plug there. If you're a horror fan, you got to listen to, to uh, Shockwaves. And if you can find it, go back and check out the old Killer POV show. Uh, yeah, I got to meet them several times. Uh, we've had uh, Rob G., Rob Galuzzo from uh, Shockwaves or Killer POV on the Helming Power Hour. I think he's on episode number six. So early, early on, before we even knew what we were doing, <laughs> we were inviting people to come on. And uh, yeah, he's never returned. <laughs> That's probably our fault. But uh, great, great show. But that was my experience with the podcasting. And from there, it just grew into finding other shows that were in the same kind of genre. Um, that led to, you know, podcast under the stairs and a lot of the other stuff at legion and just growing from there so yeah how did it start for you where was the beginning point you can let me know like i said facebook group facebook group facebook page or the gmail address 
So let's just jump on right into some stuff. Here's some TV and movie news that I found. This is kind of interesting. Uh, it says Liv Tyler might play Andy's mom in the Child's Play remake. You know, we're still cranking out sequels to the original series. Uh, yeah. I, are we going to go ahead and reboot it in the middle of still doing everything else? Uh, so... I don't really know what I think about this. Uh, horror fans should be excited about it, I guess, because it's a, you know, hey, we're carrying on a, another franchise that uh, lots and lots of people really love. I, I just don't know about rebooting it. We'll see. Uh, technology has changed a lot, but there's something about the way Chucky works that still really, really works. I, I just... I think it might have been a double negative there. I don't know. But I'm just saying that, um, I don't know. The, the way the effects work, still work for the type of character that he is. I don't see a need for a reboot. But, hey, who knows. If they made it a continuation, fine. You know, but we'll just see how that works out. That's kind of my thoughts on it. I don't know what you think. You can let me know. Also, we got uh, some more news about the Suspiria remake. I'm a huge Suspiria fan. I'm a huge Argento fan, if you don't know that by now. And uh, for them to remake Suspiria is, is shaky ground. But from what I've seen so far, I'm excited about it. One of the few that I am excited about. But we get a runtime for this movie. It's going to be over two and a half hours long. Wow. The original's not near that long. So I'm curious of what they're going to do with this. Because... Uh, that's a long movie. That's You're getting into Star Wars type movie making here. The Godfather. Maybe they'll do the old school thing and put an intermission in the middle of the movie so you can, you know, get up and go get some popcorn or something. That's a pretty long movie. Not two and a half hours. Over two and a half hours. So, I don't know. Must be a lot of stuff they're throwing in there. We'll, we'll see. Uh, one more thing that I brought up. That I brought up. That I looked up was uh, Samuel L. Jackson says that Mace Windu should make a Star Wars comeback. Well, that sounds great, but you got killed. Unless you're just going to come back as a ghost, have at it. <laughs> uh, I mean, you were gone through 4, 5, and 6, and 7, and 8. It would be weird if you just came back in part 9. Or maybe he's talking about like a like one of these one-off sequels that we've been making where we just go off and make a movie about somebody um, if you did that you'd almost do a Mace Windu at a younger age and I just don't know if you know if they would even use Samuel L. Jackson to play that role um, if they created something would I go see it very very possible why not I mean one thing in Sam Jackson yeah you're, you kind of get the buy in right there I just don't know about bringing out a character that, you know, hasn't been around for the past five. <laughs> Neat idea, though. All right, let's talk about some remake roundup. That's right, where I'm rounding up some of the remakes that are kind of sticking around. Um, some of them are in production, some of them are not. These are just the things that supposedly are being created, and uh, we just haven't seen them yet. And guess what? It's more 80s stuff. Huh. Big surprise, Rick. Yeah, I know. 
I know. I know how you feel about it. So here we go. Oh, hold on. Get out! Get out of the way! Sorry about that, folks. Let's see, uh... Short Circuit. How about them apples? That's not the name of it. That's I mean, I just threw that on the end. But yeah, remaking Short Circuit. <laughs> you know, Short Circuit is two movies, right? They made a sequel, Short Circuit 2, which really should have only been one movie. <laughs> yes, Johnny Five is alive. Why in the world are we remaking this? Uh, I don't know. Maybe this could turn into something that might be good. Just don't see it. That movie is so 80s. It's going to be hard to make it relatable, I think, now. Who knows? I mean, we've done Chappie and stuff like that. Who knows? Maybe it'll work. Again, just taking the old ideas, trying to do something new with them. Have at it, folks. Uh, yeah, short circuit. I can see the <laughs> I can see the line of ticket payers right now, lining up to see Short Circuit, the reboot. Another one that's going to be kind of interesting because when we think of this movie, in most cases, we think about the remake, which is The Fly. Rumors of another th another Fly remake. Um, so you can't really say, no, you can't do it. Well, Cronenberg remade the original. Uh, in many ways, very superior to the original. But I have to say the original Fly is a, is a timepiece. I, I think it really reflects on the fears over where science was heading back in the time when that movie was made. Um, yeah. Can they do it? Sure they can. Will it be relatable? I don't know. The Fly was a perfect movie for Cronenberg because he was all about scientific body horror. It made perfect sense. No, I don't think you could line up any other director better to do that movie than Cronenberg. So... Uh, I haven't really seen anything about who's planning on directing this, but I don't know. I think it's going to be really hard to beat that other one. Another roundup episode or another roundup movie we have here that's coming out, supposedly. Well, it wasn't bad enough that we just took the TV show and made it into a movie and then made a sequel off of it, which was not that great. But we're getting another Charlie's Angels reboot. Yeah. Again. Okay. Don't really know why. Why do we keep forcing these things? Well, the other ones could have been good if we'd done this. Well, why is it taking you so... Why didn't you just make another sequel? Why didn't you just keep it going? Why another reboot? So, there you go, folks. Another Charlie's Angels, another Fly, and another Short Circuit. It's like our childhood is being just pulled out of our brains and being mixed up by somebody else and thrown on a TV screen for us. And all we can do is sit there and go, yep, I don't like this. Oh, well. I guess it's just a sign of age. Everything repeats, right? History repeats. Cool. Speaking of repeats, it's time for our 80s song of the day. And today we're going to dig into some Adam Ant. Or if you want to go back to Adam and the Ants, which there's a history with that band as well. Uh, the band kind of left Adam and just left him alone, and uh, they became Bow Wow Wow, which I'm sure will pop up on this show somewhere down the line. Uh, but yeah, Adam Ant, uh, a lot of cool tunes. 
I'm going to pick just one of the most popular, if not the most popular. But uh, just for some fun 80s, uh, early MTV day kind of stuff. Here we go. We're going to do Goody Two Shoes by Adam Ant. Here you go, Adam Ant. Bring it up. song i love that one uh always dug that song when i was a kid and uh here we go folks i'm at a four-way stop here hold on all right come on granny come on granny you can do it she can barely see over the steering wheel all right here we go (laughs) 
back on the road. All right. So since we've got the 80s song going, we've already passed it. I guess we can claim we're in Rick Radio territory. And we have a couple of emails here. I want to read out uh, some requests. So it says, uh, first one here is from my buddy Dean Martin. It says, uh, hey, Rick, Big Dino here. Uh, someone asked on the show, what gives you the nostalgia warm and fuzzies? One for me is the Transformers, the, or Transformers the movie, especially the soundtrack. So could Rick Radio please play The Touch by Stan Bush? Absolutely, my friend. You got it. Rock it out. Here we go. Here's the touch. You got the touch. You got the power.
man. Used to watch that all the time. And I know that my buddy Danny Bennett from uh, Hell Ming, you know, we talk about this one quite a bit. He's a big fan of this movie, I believe. Uh, just one of those you kind of grew up with. And the soundtrack was kicking on it, man. So great, great choice. And yeah, that does take you back. Let's see what else we got here. We got another one from uh, Derek B. And uh, he says, uh, first off, Rick, the show is awesome. And so far, and I can't wait for new episodes. So I'm trying to read this and drive, and there's semi-trucks coming at me. <laughs> Let's see. Uh, first up is a question. Uh, if you could make your own killer animal movie, what animal would you use? And would you go for something that hasn't been done before? Or would you go with something that has been used before? Well, we're kind of running out of animals. Uh, what is a fierce animal that we haven't, you know, turned into a horror movie? Like, does it have to be a fierce animal? I don't know. Um, because of these movies, there's certain things that I'm definitely scared of. I mean, uh, I, I do have a shark phobia. I mean, I, I'm fascinated by them. But you really won't see me go out in the water a lot. Stupid me. You know, you kind of go out where you can just keep your feet on the ground, right? But <laughs> that's, that's where they're at. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's always in the back of your mind. As far as if I could make a movie about a killer animal, I don't know, man. You almost have to go with some kind of mutated something because every animal's been done. Um, yeah, I, I, the first thing that pops in my mind is if I did a horror movie, I would almost remake the uh, Prophecy, you know, with the big... Uh, the, they're putting mercury in the water and it's messing with all the animals you get that big mutated bear comes killing everybody the movie terrified me as a kid and uh, I think that's one that doesn't get enough love uh, yeah it's kind of dated hold on I'm waiting on a semi to go by yeah that one's uh, I saw that one in the theater back in the day that's the first decapitation I can remember I ever seen was in that movie <laughs> and it messed with me big time, man. And then you got, you know, them running around with the little baby one that they're keeping away from the mom. So it's still the kind of setup you see in other, you know, monster horror movies where you've got the baby and the mama comes after it. But uh, that big messed up bear, man, that thing just, I don't know, it just really stands out to me. It's unlike anything else I've seen. So if I had a chance, that's probably what I would do. So here I am, I'm talking about how much I don't like remakes. But I think you could get away with something like that that has the potential that never reached the potential that it had. That's different than making short circuit too, <laughs> or short circuit period. So yeah, I guess that would be my answer. I would remake the prophecy with a big mutated bear because there's nothing scarier than a big bear on land, really. All right, let's see, we'll finish it off. He says, uh, also, if you could kind sir, got another song request one of my favorite bands could you play age of consent by new order absolutely man new order big big deal back in the day cranked out some good stuff here you go here's some new order for you care of Derek b let her roll
that's another band that was way ahead of their time. Kind of set a standard that everybody else started following, especially with the, the synthesizer technology. Yeah, it, it's 80s, no doubt about it. Here's something special I want to do today because it is Wednesday, and I want to call this Wish Wednesday. And what that means is, if you're familiar with Wish, that's the app you can get on your phone where you can buy like a bunch of really cheap crap, right? So uh, I thought, hey, they have some of the most ridiculous products <laughs> on this website. So I thought, hey, we'll just do some, uh, some research here and uh, select some items and just talk about them on here. So for Wish Wednesday, like I said, if you want to play along, just get the Wish app and you're going to be <laughs> maybe amazed <laughs> by the stuff that's on there. Maybe amazed is a, straight, a stretched word for this. Uh, <laughs> so here's a couple of things that, <laughs> that I find interesting. Here is a stainless steel crossbow, miniature crossbow, that shoots toothpicks. Who does not need that, man? You know, you're at a dinner party. Somebody's over there, you know, trying to get some cheese off the tray. They can't do it. So you just pull out the old crossbow and start, you know, shooting some cheese with the tooth with the toothpicks. I can see where this could come in handy. <laughs> yeah. That thing's two bucks. So, you know, you can order it, it's real cheap. It'll take you three months to get it. So I would hold off on those party engagements that you've got lined up. Cause uh you're gonna need that toothpick shooter. <laughs> Oh, uh, here's another one. Uh, this is a stainless steel haircut razor shaving pen, eyebrow beards engraved razor pen. I love the description on these things. They are fun, more fun to read than the actual product themselves. Uh, just <laughs> they just repeat the same words over and over. But yeah, if you want to go back in uh, to the days of you know vanilla ice with the the shaved you know designs in the side of your head and stuff, this is the tool for you. If you want to like slice up your eyebrow, you know, have the little dividers in there. It's like a, you know, just a razor went crazy on you. Yeah, this is what you use for that. And this thing is is four dollars because it's stainless steel too. So I guess a little more steel into it. Uh, not recommended for children. Just thought I'd throw that out there. But yeah, they're showing the the pictures. This dude's back of the head, and it's like he's got a. <laughs> Detroit Red Wings logo on the side of his head or something. Pretty wild. Last one I want to talk about is called Enlarging Oil. It says, I'm trying to read this and not drive off the road. This is hilarious. Penis massage maintenance essential, bigger, longer, longer delay sex product for men sex. Again, just repeating a lot of words. Uh, yeah, so uh, penis enlargement oil. Here's my question on that. Wouldn't it make your hands bigger too? <laughs> just, just thinking, trying to think this through, because you know, you gotta put it on somehow. So if you see a dude walking around with some great big hands, you know what's up. He's been on the Wish app. That's right. That's, oh, I forgot to say, that's two bucks. So you know it's really, really effective, right? So there you go, folks. That is Wish Wednesday for you this episode. And to wrap things up, I'm going to do a little mini movie review. You know I can't pass without talking about something that I love. 
And this one is a definite love of mine. I can't talk enough about this movie. It is so ridiculous and so 80s that I can't, I just can't, I can't pass it up. Anytime I can tell people about it and just hope that there's somebody out there that hasn't seen it that will take my advice and check it out because it is so one of a kind and it is everything 80s rolled into one movie. And the movie I'm talking about came out in 1984 and it is called Ninja 3 The Domination. And I think it's finally starting to get some love. You're starting to see some special editions come out. I know that uh, Scream Factory put out a Blu-ray of it. I don't have it yet, but I will. Uh, I have a really good copy of it, so I just kind of, you know, I'm just waiting. Wait till I can get a really good price on it. So, yeah, Ninja 3 The Domination. And for you that know this movie already or are already shaking your head, oh, yeah, because that movie is just bonkers, man. So let's go through this a little bit. On uh, IMDb ratings, it's got a 5.1 out of 10, which I'm really surprised about because this movie was considered not to be great at the time. Now it's just a whole sauce full of awesome. Saucer full of awesome. I'll get it right here in a minute. So here we go. Let's talk about this movie. So the synopsis for this is an evil ninja attempts to avenge his death from beyond the grave by possessing an innocent woman's body. Man, that that's good. That's a good synopsis, but it's really vague because it forgets to mention, you know, it's an innocent woman's body, but they didn't mention that she was an aerobics instructor and also works on telephone lines. She climbs poles and <laughs> works, on, works for like AT&T or something. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff they forgot to mention. Matter of fact, I think we got a little more storyline here. Let's let's look at this. It says, uh, here we go. The storyline. The body of a sexy aerobics instructor has invaded... Well, they, they didn't spell this right at all. They Bad English here. Let's start over. I'll make my own version. The body of a sexy aerobics instructor is invaded by the evil spirit of a dying ninja. At first... Changes in her behavior is limited to having strange interactions with an arcade game. Yeah, we'll talk about that. Doing sexy things with V8 juice. Absolutely. And being attracted to an unusually hairy police officer. Now, his name's not Harry. He's just a hairy dude. He kind of looks like Wolf Cop. He's that hairy. But soon enough, she's systematically killing ninja style. The officer's responsible for, for, responsible for the ninja's death. It can only be stopped by another ninja. Only a ninja can kill a ninja. Yeah, that's one of the, the lines you get from this movie. So yeah, aerobics instructor gets possessed by the spirit of a ninja who wrecks havoc on a golf course when the movie opens up. And you're going, yeah, what's the big deal? What the big deal is, is <laughs> this is not your mama's ninja. This guy is crazy. I mean, they're like, he's slicing golf balls in half with his samurai sword. He's, you know, killing security guards with throwing stars. He climbs up in a tree to catch a helicopter. And he's got, like, superhuman strength. He picks up the back of a golf cart, which, which is a scene that I've always loved because you can almost run faster than if you got in a golf cart and try to drive off. So these people jump in a golf cart to get away from the ninja... <laughs> and he just runs and catches it and picks up the rear end of it and kills everybody on the golf cart. Yeah, 
yeah, you should just run, folks. Just saying. So if if a ninja's ever chasing you on a golf course, just run. Don't worry about the golf the golf cart because you know I know it's a rental. Hey, don't worry about it. Just just go. It's not gonna matter. By the time he chops your head off, it's not gonna matter that you're gonna have to pay for this this golf cart. So don't worry about returning it. Just take off and save your life. That's just uh you know little helpful hints from Rick. But yeah, man, this movie. <laughs> She gets possessed by the spirit of this this uh, ninja who gets killed by a whole bunch of cops. They surround him and start shooting him. That's what's funny is they all circle around him and they're all just blasting him. And you're going, how are they shooting him and not shooting each other? It's just fantastic. These are some really well-trained cops to be able to do this. And in a slow motion phase of the movie, he remembers everybody's face that's shooting him. Because there's like 20 cops, and he remembers each and every one of them. So that, that's the power of Ninja for you. Uh, you get some crazy 80s music in this. The The fact that her room is, I don't know, I would have wanted this room as a kid. It's just a big abandoned building, basically. But uh, she has this big arcade game console. This is before you actually had them where you can hook up to your TV like we're so used to now. This is the old style, you know, drop your quarters in game console. And the ninja comes through that and possesses her through some laser lights. And now she's the ninja. So she's running around, teaching class, climbing poles, jamming out at work. And then her, and during her afternoons and nights, she's going around killing everybody like a ninja. It just gets bonkers, folks. This movie is so crazy. And it's got every 80s trope you can imagine in it. I absolutely love it. They even take her to... Uh, like an exorcist <laughs> to, to try to exercise, exercise the ninja and uh, it just <laughs> it's just so crazy man and you can tell they're pulling straight from the exorcist with this but uh, lots and lots of fun crazy crazy movie it's got Shokasugi in it you can't go wrong with Shokasugi man he, he is just about in every ninja movie ever made you got Lucinda Dickey. That's right. This is a canon film. That's what I forgot to mention. So, canon was infamous for making these just outrageous, over-the-top, low-budget, never-forgettable movies. The list of their movies goes on and on and on. Um, yeah, this is this is a pinnacle for me as far as canon movies. But yeah, Lucinda Dickey is just a, a staple in canon films. She was in... Uh, Breaking and Breaking 2. This was another big one. So she was just kind of in all their stuff back in the day. Um, I, I can't recommend this one enough. This is a perfect party movie. Uh, you can enjoy it by yourself, but you're going to enjoy it a whole lot more if you get three or four people together, hang out and watch this movie because you're going to laugh, you're going to cry, you're going to be like, ooh, that had to hurt. It, it just kind of covers all the all the bases fun fun flick man i absolutely love it highly recommend it you got to check it out you got to check it out again i wouldn't be talking about it if i didn't think it had some clout to it check it out i'm surprised we hadn't remade it yet i'm i really am and uh to kind of talk about the show too i'm, I'm gonna throw a little extra piece in here from uh, the hell Ming power hour when we, when we covered this movie i do a character on there called uh, jc winneman and uh 
he claims to be a, a ninja exorcist. So I'm going to play that little skit for you right now. Evils abound and the world is on fire. If you've been watching that devil box, then you've seen the latest attack for your very souls. Ninja possession. Possession! That's right, the devil put on his ninjutsu outfit uh, and made that girl feel the wrath of the ninja star. Ninja star! Hello, folks. Pastor J.C. Winneman here. You may remember me as the preacher that saved that 10-year-old boy uh, after being possessed by a sumo wrestler. Sumo. And I cast him out into a pack of raccoons. Gonna go to raccoon. And today, I'm here to tell you, brothers and sisters, sisters. the evil is back uh, sixfold to destroy the world. Uh, in which we live, we live from day, from day, to, day. to day. But it can be turned around, for I have great news for you. Good news. Pastor J.C. Winneman is now the only certified ninja exorcist in the Tri-County. Gonna cast out a bad evil ninja! So if your loved one is dressed all in black, has a sword, listens to 80s pop music, no, uh, no. and has a video game console mm. in their house, give me a call and I will cast that evil ninja spirit out, out and throw it into a possum or something. Yeah. Uh, maybe a chicken and then we'll fry that sucker. That's delicious. So don't delay and call. This is Pastor J.C. Winneman saying, change your ways before you set ablaze. Yeah, yeah, we're a couple of idiots over there on that show. <laughs> we have a good time. Folks, that's going to do it for this episode. I'm getting closer to work. I hope you have a fantastic day. Like I said, if you have any questions, comments, song requests, put them on the Facebook page, jump in the Facebook group, go over to my Gmail, which is undermywheelspod at gmail.com. Let me know what you need. I'd be glad to hook you up. I love playing the songs you guys want to hear and answering your questions. That's the most fun of this show for me. So don't be afraid to do it. Don't be a, a wuss. Don't sit over there on the sidelines. Jump in this thing. This is your show. I want it to be your show. Till then, folks, we will see you Friday. Take it easy, have a fantastic day, and keep her between the lines.